Welcome to the Future of Insurance Industry Leaders Podcast. I'm Denise Garth, Chief Strategy Officer at Majesco. If you're interested in the latest industry trends and new technologies that are reshaping the future of insurance, you're in the right place. Stick around to hear my discussions with industry leaders as we help uncover today's emerging opportunities for the future of insurance. Welcome everybody uh, to today's podcast for the Future of Insurance Insurance Leaders. I'm thrilled today to have Janine Belknap Kirk join us from PwC, one of our strategic partners here at Majesco. Welcome, Janine. Thank you, Denise. I'm really excited to be part of the conversation with you today. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So let's talk about your role at PwC and and background. That'll kind of set up kind of the conversation that we're going to have around distributor experiences. Sure. Uh, So uh, I'm a partner at, at PwC. I spend the majority of my time working with clients in the insurance and retirement sectors. And I have a particular passion for uh, customers and distribution and uh, how we can really help our clients design better experiences to meet those customer and distribution partner needs. I tend to do a, a lot of work around you know, how we can better understand those different audiences, how we can develop the right kinds of solutions and experiences to meet their needs, do a lot of analytics work in, in that distribution and, and customer area, as well as omnichannel experience design. Also have a, a real interest in that, that crazy topic of, of financial wellness, um, which is often talked about, but maybe not as often understood or well-defined. So love to really think about how my clients, you know, all of the, the great uh, carriers and, and providers out there uh, can really be helping Americans and really people worldwide to meet their their goals and live you know better, happier, less stressed, financially well lives, and uh, have have thought a lot and, and done a lot of research around how all the different players in in this you know financial services ecosystem can play a role in, in helping to achieve some of those goals. So lots of different kinds of uh, projects that I work on with clients, but always really excited to keep customers and, and distribution close at heart in, in those efforts. Yeah, well, you know, there's a lot of market forces really happening out there around the whole concept of distribution. You know, the changing agent demographics with the younger millennial and, and Gen Z that are entering into the distributor phase, but even more so this consolidation of agents and brokers that are really with a lot of retirements or businesses being sold. The number of agencies and brokerages out there are really kind of declining. It's going to create an environment. Insurers are going to find it very competitive that to try to get shelf space on those agent and uh, producer shelves. So this whole concept of the distributor experience and their expectations is going to really come to the forefront. Talk about that and and your perspectives on that, Janine. Yeah, I mean, great, great setup. I do. We also throw in some of the crazy changes of what all the everyone's been dealing with the last year plus in this, you know, terrible pandemic and and how that's disrupted our our distribution partners and the worlds that they live in. I mean, just really so much change to have to think about. I kind of go go back to the fundamentals. You know, in in this insurance world, we're we're solving a real societal need, and I think. One of the things that that I always, you know, talk about, challenge clients to to be focused on is 
Um, not just what's the, the solutions that we can bring, but how do we continually understand really what that societal need is and how that's changing. So if, if you start first by thinking about, you know, really what do our customers need among all of this change? And here I'll, I'll loop in, you know, our distribution partners as a customer. They are someone, a group that has very distinct needs. So what do they need in this, in this changing environment? I think starting with the fundamental discipline of of being really close and and understanding through primary research, through great feedback loops, what your distribution partners are are looking for is the first step to designing the kinds of experiences that can meet those needs, that can exceed their expectations, that can uh, really strengthen and and develop long-term partnerships and relationships that are mutually beneficial for everyone. So kind of come back to those, those foundations of how do you understand, you know, all the, the various distribution partners that you're working with? What do they really need in this changing environment? And how can you think about orienting you, everything that you do to, to really help support them in, in the best way possible? For distributors, you know, obviously the insurance product is still a really important aspect of who they want to do business with. Does the product meet its, their customers' needs? Is it really priced competitively? All of that. But increasingly, their compensation experience, their ability to have access to value-added services and different capabilities and digital capabilities is increasingly important and influences really what insurers need to do to kind of attract their business. What are these new expectations for insurers and and how do they need to kind of uh, approach this and what kinds of support do they need to provide to the distributors that's different than in the past? Some things never change, right? Like you you do have to think about what do these distribution partners need to make it easy to do business with you? How do you ensure that they are getting paid for the work that they're doing, that they have clarity, transparency around you know, how that process works, where things are from a status perspective? I mean, some of that hasn't really changed. Maybe there's some, some heightened needs there, but I think what has is, Everyone is busy. Everyone is in this new environment, whether it's completely digital, whether it's a virtual hybrid, people have competing priorities. The way that we think about ease of doing business continues to change and the bar continues to be raised. It's so easy to talk about all of the great digital experiences that we have in our consumer lives and how that shapes our expectations to our work lives those levers continue to rise, you know, the expectations of how easy it is to do something, knowing exactly where a delivery is in in an overall timeline and process and having up to the second updates on status is something that's just become a common expectation. And so as you think about how that translates into the expectations are distributors have, it's, it's very similar. And that's a challenge we know when our systems weren't necessarily set up to be able to provide that, that kind of insight from the very beginning. And so, you know, that that's where the the pressure comes in today. So that's why we talk a lot about, again, let's, let's start with what does your distributor really need? What are they expecting from you? What would delight them? And can we think about you know, redesigning the experience that they get to give them the kind of insight at the time that they need it so that they can feel confident in, you know, their ability to work with you. 
we talked about when we were preparing for this, we talked about the concept that not all distribution is the same. There beyond the agent and broker channel, there are so many new channels and market segments and products that, you know, the concept of one size fits all just doesn't work for the customer anymore. And there's this range of, of channels that we've called multi-digital channel world that really kind of ranges from a direct-to-consumer and agents and brokers to uh, partnering with other insurance companies to sell their products to exchanges and platforms to soft, hard, and invisible embedded and, and a few other things in between. What are the implications for insurers and how do they operationally support this very broad multi-channel world to be able to support ultimately the customers who are buying their products, but also support the, the, the different channels that either directly or indirectly are, are offering their products. Yeah, so couldn't agree more that proliferation of, of channel and the, the type of, you know, quote unquote, distribution partner that you may be working with, the breadth is huge, right? And it, it just keeps growing. Uh, I, I think there's kind of two ways that, that I would answer that. One is, Again, back to fundamentals, just understanding what are all of those various different channels and different partners and what's what's unique about them, what's different about them, what do they care about? Having that, that insight, having that understanding, um, having that segmentation, that's really important. If you don't know who you're designing for and what needs you're trying to meet, you're inevitably, you know, not, not going to get it all right. So um, that that's kind of one approach. I think the second is really just thinking about this broader ecosystem that we live in today and the, the technology and data requirements that requires um, that that really drives for us. It, it enables a lot to be able to connect with consumers and partners in all sorts of different ways and to you know, see the different ways that they're interacting with other products and solutions and how that has impact on your products and solutions, that interconnectedness that drives great opportunity and you know, the possibility of innovating for new solutions in the future. But it also requires a different mindset and a different type of, of technology enablement to be able to interface, you know, with all those different partners, with all those different platforms. And so, you know, the, the role of data, the role of, you know, microservices and, 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 you know, that, that type of connectivity just has become so much more important as we think about the evolving ecosystem that, our products and, and services and solutions have to play within. Um, so I, again, I think if you can think about how do we catalog, how do we really understand, how do we collect all the insight that we can on those different segments and, and channels and um, you know, ways of, of interacting, and then how do we make sure that our architecture is, is modern and able to be nimble, flexible, to connect in, in different ways. Well, let's kind of dive into a couple areas a little bit deeper. So this flip in focus that, you know, the carrier was kind of in control uh, because they could kind of define which agents and brokers they wanted to work with to really the producers are going to become more so in control because they have the uh, they have the relationship potentially or the reach to the customer if it's an alternative channel, but even with agents and, and brokers, as the consolidation continues, they're going to be increasingly competitive as to who they're going to work with. And with that consolidation and that expansion into other channels, meeting the needs of distribution will really be crucial 
and really fundamental in defining competitiveness and growth for insurers. What do you see over the next, say, five to 10 years that you see some big changes that insurers need to begin to start thinking about and transitioning today? I'm never a a big uh, soothsayer or one to place bets on the future because I don't, I don't guarantee, or I'm sure I can guarantee I will not always be right. We'll put it that way, but um, I don't think we all are ever right. (laughs) No, (laughs) but I, I do think really that everyone can bring value in new ways. And, and that's really what, you know, growth strategies are, are all about fundamentally, right? How can you bring yep. new, new value to the, to the table? And so I think if you can bring, you know, carriers can think about what is the, the value that they can bring to their customers, to distribution that enables distribution to bring more value to customer, that in essence is going to be what can make them most successful. So, you know, when I think about some of those things, I think about what broader customer insight does a carrier have access to? What, you know, different data about behaviors, um, you know, how can, how can they help predict what's going to be important, what's going to come from a service perspective, what unmet needs are are out there, how can they continue to evolve and bring new solutions to market that are going to meet ultimate customer needs that, you know, keeps that relationship with the distributor has with their customer so valued because they're, you know, bringing new solutions that are meeting a need, but they're also able to focus on the relationship because they don't have to do as much administrative lift in order to get that solution to the customer. So, I mean, those, those are the, the obvious big buckets of value that uh, a carrier can bring. And, and I think, you know, continually keeping that eye on what's going to be most important to the customer, you know, what is our distribution partner need to be able to do to bring value to that customer how do we take away all the stuff that's not bringing value and how do we just give more, more value, more insight, more opportunity to, to distribution in, in the future? I am of the mindset that, you know, the, the role of advice and, and human interaction is not going away. I'm a huge advocate of making things available in a digital you know, format and creating truly omnichannel experiences that allow consumers to do what they want to do, where they want to do it, when they want to do it. That being said, you know, the, the value of, of real human interaction, the importance of someone being able to even just confirm a decision, ask a question, gain that confidence that they're doing things the, the right way, that's never going away. So, you know, how do you help your distribution partners really be more of that advisor, that, you know, confidence builder, that relationship owner, that coach, like that's, I think what will ultimately create value for everyone. Customers really expecting that multi-channel experience. I'm with you. I don't think agents and brokers are going away, but what does it mean for carriers who are only agent focused? I think that's a real, going to be a real challenge for them. Thoughts on that? I think it's going to be important to align on, you know, is the segment that they're serving from a, you know, a consumer standpoint, the right segment? Is that a large enough segment? And are they really aligning their agent segmentation with their consumer segmentation to, you know, be really streamlined and delivering the products and services and solutions and experience that is 
really coherent across that segmentation. I mean, I think that's kind of the first. Uh, and I think there is a play there. I, I think though, bigger scenarios that that people should be at least testing and, and modeling and, and playing with is, okay, what other segments are out there? And is there a natural way for us to interact with them? You know, really, what is our if we think that that segmentation is is not go- or that segment itself is not going to be large enough over the long term, are there things that we need to do that are still connected to our core capabilities that that help us get into a broader market? So, what defines a next generation producer experience? Well, that's a million dollar question, isn't it? <laughs> that is. I think everybody's trying to figure that one out. I think everybody is. And so we're doing a really good job. When I think about it, I think of things like, you know, not being reactive, being proactive. You know, I think about adding, creating simple experiences that are really efficient, but that give people the opportunity to get more insight when and where they they need it. I think about, you know, embedding steps and workflow and, and experiences into uh, you know, the the everyday kind of life and where your producers are, the, everything else that they're doing. So I, I don't see a ton of standalone kind of experiences. So th- those are some of the things. And, and I think an ideal producer experience also really helps, you know, connect that producer better to all of their, their customers. So, you know, whatever, whether that's from an insight, whether that's from an interactive ability, whether that's just freeing up more time, whatever, whatever that is. I, I think that's the connection to that customer experience, that consumer experience is, is really, you know, what will mean leading in the future. So as we wrap up here, what word would you describe the future of insurance and why? Well, the first word that comes to mind is exciting because I do <laughs> think that the future of insurance That's is exciting. Sure. I really do feel like, you know, some of these concepts that we've been playing around with, we've talked about with executives for years. There's, there's not a, there's, I don't want to say anything we're talking about today is, is brand new, right? But some of these concepts of, of ecosystems, of, you know, crossing solutions, you know, truly being customer centric these aren't new, you know, being, you know, much more digital and automated and really leveraging data and insight in new ways. But I feel like there's much more of an urgency around it, you know, whether it's people having to adjust to working differently and, you know, throughout the pandemic, whether it's the maturity of technology that's just enabled people to get results faster, you know, whether it's consumer expectations, all these things coming together, I do feel like there's a new energy and an imperative to invest and experiment and grow and change. I think that's exciting. Couldn't agree with you more. Well, thanks so much, Janine. It's been a great conversation. And, you know, the future is unpredictable, just like we've learned in the last 18 months, everything's unpredictable. But uh, there's a huge opportunity for those that really can envision something and really begin to execute on something. And sometimes you'll, you'll succeed, sometimes you won't, but you adapt and you kind of move forward. Couldn't agree more. Well, thank you so much, Denise. I really enjoyed being part of the conversation and uh, look forward to many more. Okay. Sounds great. Thanks, Janine. Thank you. Bye. That's a wrap for this week's episode of the Future of Insurance Industry Leaders Podcast. 
Be sure to sign up for our email list and follow us on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss out on our next episode. I'm Denise Garth, wishing you a happy podcasting.